You are listening to Master's Cast. <laughs> This is Master's Cast, the first He-Man and She-Ra podcast, episode number 52 for Sunday, January 27th, 2013. Hi. Thank you very much for downloading. I'm John Callis, also known as The Shadow. I'm Katie Carty Hiley, also known as Rainbow Bright. <laughs> I am Martin Penny, also known as Wacky Martin. I am Leanne Hanna, also known as Stratus Macca. I am Josh Lioncourt, also known as simply Lioncourt. Only Katie and I had caffeine this morning then. Right? Uh, <laughs> Way too slow. <laughs> um, so this is our first podcast in 2013. Um, and my re- New Year's resolution for 2013 was to make a podcast in 2013 before the end of January. And look at us. And look at us. Mm-hmm. We made it. We did. We did. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Unfortunately, we don't have any new comics to talk about, though, because it didn't come out yet. The the finale issue. It got pushed back. Yeah. Which, do we know when the origin of He-Man is coming out? Because that was originally scheduled for the day that issue six is coming out. So I'm wondering if that one's gotten pushed back as well. Was it supposed to have come out this week? It was supposed to come out on the 30th. The origin of He-Man was supposed oh, to come out on okay. the 30th. And uh, now issue six is coming out the 30th, but I I haven't heard anything on the origin either way. So um, I suspect Shadow is checking. Yes, I am. Yeah, it was supposed to come out January 30th. Um, or that's what's on. That was what was announced on uh, in October. Um, I don't know if it's still coming out because it's very hit and miss with these. They've been very inconsistent on their release dates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, is this going to be just a digital or is this print as well? That one's print. Okay. Uh, it's like or the origin of Skeletor. It's like oh, another gotcha. one of those. Yeah. Learn how Prince Adam first harnessed the power of Grayskull. Witness the first battle between He-Man and Skeletor. That's the description. <laughs> Read very dramatically by John Callis. I try. <laughs> <laughs> written by Joshua Hale but the big news comic wise we do have big news comic wise there yes we do yeah we do <gasps> hit me with it Josh <laughs> you usually Appar- for, wait, how long have we been podcasting and he always does the news segments sure Apparently, the miniseries has been successful enough that DC has announced an ongoing series to begin in April 2013. Oh my god! I could not be more excited. This is this is awesome. Totally. Yeah. I mean, However, I will say. Oh yes. That in the press release, the writer, I believe, said that in the first issue, a character is going to die. Um, and I'm just telling everyone right now that if Stratos dies in this issue, I'm going to stab somebody in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I suspect it's going to be something more along the lines of what we saw in the She-Ra comic, and that it'll probably be a very minor. I don't consider Stratos anywhere near a minor enough character for them to kill off. I hope not, but all of my favorite characters die in things. <laughs> 
It's true. She's or cursed. Is it? Is it? Uh, was the killing of Flutterina, who who is like the female equivalent, right, in Shira of Stratos, kind of, right? If we kind of, you know, like you got Perfuma, you got Moss Man, you know, those type of <laughs> things. Uh, if we stretch it and say that it may, is Flutterina's death a foreshadowing of, uh, of John? Of don't say that. Stratos's demise. That's just mean. That is cruel, John. That is cruel. <laughs> I, well, I, I mean, don't know, because I always lumped Flutterina in with the with the insect group. So you've got like okay. Buzz Off, and no, you've I got stand, Mosquito, yeah. I, I can see that and you got Sweet Bee, and you know, like, she's one of the insect group. Well, so. okay, I could see that. But then Where, again, Whereas, Sweet like, Bee... the, the female Stratos, to me, is may, maybe something like uh, Queen Angela, or yeah, you know, Angela. Someone, someone with bird-like qualities. So I'm going with this. I'm going with this theory. I can I can get on board with that. I because really the well sweet bee is the same as buzz off right but there are a lot of those insect characters you know mosquito is one buzz but off he, is one sweet bee is one mosquito he doesn't fly no but he's still an insect character he, he uh, webster is blood. is one so webster is a spider maybe john you'll get really lucky and they'll kill off tila <laughs> oh, I'm not we, saying I want this to happen, but John or, would be happy. You know, no, we know we know that, that no, we, we know that dying, Adora. Though. Go ahead. We know that Adora is going to be in the first one, so maybe Shadow Adora is going to be the one who's killed off in the first. No, one. <laughs> not cool. No, and I know lots of people will disagree, but Adora is way more important than Tila. But I still, I wouldn't even kill off Tila necessarily. <laughs> Tila, at least, <laughs> at least on the cover of the first issue, Tila has red hair. Yes, she has her like, uh, she still has her a bit of a different uh, costume uh, that Katie won't like, but uh, <laughs> yeah. she does have her hair back. That's yep. cool. Hair back and baby got back. Probably, but uh, it's not. I mean, it's not Adora technically, right? It's Despara that's on the cover. Well, that's True. what she's called as Force Captain of the Horde or whatever she's supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, she's in that's... her. She makes. She's like the sexy female version of Hordak now. <laughs> Basically, I'm assuming she will be Adora once that. Uh, once that. Yeah, she. Together. They need to increase the adorable factor there. Adorable. <laughs> <laughs> the the foxiness. In honor of Despara, when I was setting up my He-Man and She-Ra figures, uh, classics figures in the new house, I purposely put Adora right beside Hordak. Aww. It's kind of funny. <laughs> they fit together so well. <laughs> That's funny. I've got uh, Who's your my, my setup that is in <laughs> the process of changing uh, at the moment. But I have kept the royal family kind of together with the two royal guards. So nice. I thought about putting her with the Horde, but... I, I like the fact that we have, like, the entire royal family now, which we've never had until this line, so. True. Well, it'll be cool if they would release, like, a Force Captain Adora or Dispara. But as mm -hmm. for right now, I, I also have my uh, Adora figure with the gun in Force Captain Adora mode, and I have her with the horde. Nice. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Well, look at that. I wasn't doing anything original. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's still, uh, the thought is appreciated, though. Yeah. You know, it's the, yeah. So, so since we're talking about figures, should we talk about the recent uh, releases that we've gotten from 
Maddie, the last couple of months since our last show. I'd like to know why my bonus figure was Buzz Off, because that doesn't help <laughs> oh, me. I got a uh, Cyclone. You at least you got. Oh! At least you got like a <laughs> See, cool I, person. I, I also got Buzz Off. I think that was uh, what they sent to people in Pennsylvania. That could was, be was Buzz Off. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll say this though, like I, I'm actually happy I got Buzz Off. There, there were several other ones that I would have also been happy with. I, what I wanted and and continue to want is to try to f- get some duplicate figures that are of quote unquote, you know, races on Eternia so that I can set these guys up as alternate uh, members of that race. So I, my buzz off will eventually on the display be just another uh, one of the B people. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's actually really cool. So I, I was happy getting buzz off. That works. Yeah. I would have not been happy with Cyclone because he's sort of a one-off character that you can't really say there's. But multiple. see, I would I've been happy with Cyclone because he I he's one of my favorite figures as a child. Um, so then I would have one that was opened and one mint on card. Whereas, there like, I don't need an extra buzz off. Don't I mean I'll keep it and all, maybe. But for now, for now. Well, perhaps I might be willing to trade you, John Callis. Ooh. <gasps> Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was awesome. The plot that thickens. Good. That was good. <laughs> Perhaps an arrangement can be made. <laughs> Don't do it! <laughs> <laughs> it's a trap! <laughs> you know, I don't care if Han Solo shot first. Why wouldn't you I shoot do. first? You should shoot first. It's called self-defense. no 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 if you're feeling threatened if you're feeling threatened right and that guy was encroaching on his personal space then of course you shoot first yeah that 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 was yeah that's the argument okay (laughs) i'm i don't but isn't that it's a trap is that from star wars yeah it is but it's not it's a difference. But it's not related to the. It's not, not related to that scene. You're confusing oh, Harrison Ford with Admiral Akbar. Yeah. No, but I thought. I I mean, thought it's easily done. Oh, see, I thought it was all connected. I thought that someone had said, like, had warned him it's a trap. And then. Yeah. Oh. I'm, I'm sorry. Well, you but, know, I'm not. I mean, I'm actually. I'm impressed that you knew that Han shot first. Yeah, and like I would, I, if I ever met Harrison Ford, I would tell him one of two things. I would say, number one, of course you should have shot first. And number two, you should be proud that Shia LaBeouf is your son. <laughs> <laughs> and that would be my entire conversation. <laughs> and then I'd probably just leave because I think those are the only two movies I've ever seen Harrison Ford in, to be honest. <laughs> You've seen the original Indiana Jones, correct? No, I only saw the one with uh, the crystal skull. Oh, my yeah. God. That's oh, sad. God. Oh, <laughs> I've been on the Indiana Jones ride in Disneyland. Does not count. Nope. Oh, it was fun. <laughs> I, 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 you can skip Temple of Doom because that is just a horrible movie. But uh... Thank you, Josh. Everybody <laughs> freaking loves that movie and I cannot stand it. 
Yeah, the, 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 the Raiders and Last Crusade are both yes. fantastic. Last Crusade is my favorite, but really both of those are great. But Temple totally Doom agree. Is terrible. Totally agree. Like, Joe. I, I don't know if like I just don't think Indiana Jones has a lot of appeal. Like he's kind of like a non cool like Zorro. Because like he has a whip, but it's just he's not cool. Yes, what? he is. He wears badass. Awesome. Like I did find it funny in the Crystal Skull movie when he was like they were on the motorcycle and they ended up in the library and like, you know, uh, the student is like, can you, you know, tell me about the something or other? And he gives like his teacher response, but then he says like something about like, you're never going to learn life if you don't get out of the library. <laughs> Sorry. That was funnier in my head, but it was one of my favorites. <laughs> well, okay. Well, will this make Indiana Jones any cooler? I have, an Indiana Jones, Mr. Potato Head. No. <laughs> Why would that make it any cooler? <laughs> Answers my question. Thank you. <laughs> so no. If it was a He-Man Potato Head, okay, but you know, I got into a conversation last night with a Topless Robot about how I wanted MOTU uh, Potato Head, Mr. Potato Heads, and uh, we came up with all sorts of great names for those. Scalloptor. <laughs> Mashed at arms. That's pretty good, yeah. Uh, Pila, Pila, and Evil Skin. Evil Skin. <laughs> so we had, we had a lot of fun with those. So. Well, hey, the, the merchandising blitz for Masters of the Universe is kicking up, so you never know. Now, did you see those weird plush doll things now? Yes, those were so cute. I pre-ordered mine. I have not seen these. Um, <clears throat> they're on the Masterscast <clears throat> Facebook page <laughs> at <laughs> facebook.com slash Masterscast. I don't get on Facebook that often. Like us today. Win a prize, not. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we should talk about the figures we've gotten since the last podcast. Uh, probably since we just spent about 10 minutes on Star Wars and Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> But at least it's not Chef Boyardee. Indiana Jones and the Masters of the Universe. <laughs> I could get behind that mashup. Yep. I think right, so I'd watch that. Since our, <laughs> since our last show, we've gotten Mosquito. Thumbs up. And we've gotten Natasa. <laughs> so, I've. Mosquito was awesome. Uh, I never had either one of these figures actually as a kid, so this was I had the 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 staction of Mosquito, mm -hmm. which I liked yeah. a lot, and uh, I actually like this. You know, like I usually do. I like the staction better. I like that design better. But did really like the uh, the Mosquito uh, figure. Really cool. And I was actually Natasha's been one of those characters because I never had her as a kid never saw what she looked like whatever really did not care uh but ended up really liking the figure a lot more than i thought i would so i thought i thought that was actually one of the best uh pop figures we've gotten to date well i liked when you texted me and asked me like what the heck are those things on the side of her face yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was trying to figure out and it's just like i don't know i'll just ask shadow so because uh they that does look odd but once you described them as being sort of an extension of the net cape i can kind of get behind that so um i try to give as accurate descriptions as i can <laughs> yeah so 
It's cool. I think I thought she was actually a lot lot better than I anticipated. So I like her better than Frosta, which is probably going to get hate mail for that. But uh, I don't dislike Frosta, Frosta by any. One. I don't dislike yeah. Frosta by any means. But I, design wise, I think Natasha's got the more interesting design. What my thing. Or go ahead. Sorry, I was just going to interject about Frosta since I just opened her like a week ago. Finally, um, I didn't know that she had translucent hair. That is so cool. And now y'all are all like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, seriously, uh, it's, cool. it's a little bit see-through. <laughs> Nobody right, else I noticed this? Well, I, <laughs> I haven't opened it. I didn't open care. it since I was moving uh, apartments and everything. I have like a backlog of them. I yeah, to. see, that oh, was me. It's really cool. So then you, you would like, say Frosta better than Natasha. Well, I didn't get Natasha, so... Oh, well, well, that should say it right there. You're like... Yeah, yeah, pretty much. My thing with Natasha is is that she was only, you know, in a couple episodes of the cartoon. I don't really have an attachment. Uh, she was one of the later figures, obviously. Um, I also wasn't as impressed with the, the outcome of that figure. Um... I don't know if it's not like I feel like it needs more detail or something in the sculpt. I I don't know, um, but I bought it. I mean, yeah, that part didn't bother me. What I do wish that she had come with a weapon. And I know you you mentioned to me before the show that uh, some fans have been giving her a uh, a one of the spears from from the weapons packs or whatever, which is fine. But uh, it did seem just coming with the shield was kind of a little bit of a of a uh, cheap out on Mattel's part. Yeah, I will say, um, I think I saw it on the Foosh, Foosh, Swoosh, Foosh, whatever website. Um, they had her pictured with the spear, and it was, like, pretty badass looking. Like, that, it, like it's weird how something little like that can enhance a figure, because I feel that if mine had a spear, I would like the figure a lot more. Like, what, if she what, came what with the color, spear. What color spear are they using? I'm trying to figure out which, which one it is, so that maybe I can... Use that one. Um, I, I swear, though, that it was not from the weapons pack that they used. If it was even them. It might have been a different person that pictured her with a spear, um, to be honest. It might have been on the HeMan.org forums, now that I'm thinking about it. Because it's not on the Foosh. But do you remember what color the spear was? No. Okay. Uh, sorry. <laughs> well, we've gotten quite a few spears, because with... Various figures. Oh, uh, with here the I found it. It's on. It's on the uh, He-Man.org forums. Um, one second. Spear. Um, okay, so no, it's um, shout out to forum member SCB from Santa Monica, California. Um, gave her Hawk Girls spear. Ah. And it's a, pr- a pretty cool looking spear. And like she, she, he, uh. They have the uh, pictured. Uh, uh, she's uh, attacking Beastman, and I just think it's really cool looking. If if she would have just came with a spear, I would have been a lot happier. Yeah, I, I do think she needed another accessory, um, and it, most figures have come with two accessories, so it seems. I well, think they count the net though as the as an accessory. But plenty of, of characters have had various kinds of capes. I mean, uh, Frosta has a cape that's not been used on anybody else. Um, but she doesn't use her cape. Like, Natasha, like, that's her net. I, I guess, but I'm talking just as, as, as strictly in terms of cost and such. I don't think it would have cost them any more to throw 
a spear or something in there. Uh, I don't know. That's just me. I just think she she should have come with something else. I. So be it. <laughs> um, Mosquitor was one of my favorites as a child, and um, so I was ecstatic for Mosquitor. I used to think back in the day that I was like the only fan of Mosquitor, but then that Pixel Dan guy came and stole my thunder. <laughs> uh, now, Mosquitor is really cool. I always liked the idea of Mosquitor. Yeah. It was just one of those figures that I never got as a kid. It, yeah, it's a pretty it. like intense for like He-Man character-wise, I think, Mosquitor. Yeah, it is, really. Yeah. But um, my, you know, four-year-old self wasn't afraid of that. No way. <laughs> Well, if you really think about it, as far as intensity goes, I mean, I, granted, he's he is extreme by any standards, but I think a lot of the Horde characters were anyway, well, you know, comparatively speaking. That's because the Horde Empire is vast and large and powerful, and they control many worlds, whereas people <laughs> like Skeletor, you know, are banished over into the Dark Hemisphere, and they can't really get anything done. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Just pointing out some facts. <laughs> I will choose not to respond, much in the way that I do not respond to certain people on Twitter saying that Picard is better than Kirk. Um, I have I'm, to, I'm in the Picard camp on that one yeah, myself. Me too. Um, yeah, me. But, <laughs> but that, but. I will say that I really do like Kirk. Rod um, made me go back and watch the original, a bunch of the original series because I'd never seen it. Wait, oh and, wow! Uh, was I the I, one that and, said this on Twitter? Uh, no. no, it was Rob. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought he was like referring to me because I was tweeting about watching Star Trek Generations because it was like on TV. Well, yeah, oh, and I, I did find it funny because uh, we were kind of going back and forth a little bit, and then I was just like, ah, I'm not going to argue; it's not worth it. But it was <laughs> kind of funny. Like he's trying to prove his point by citing Star Trek Generations. And I just thought that was hilarious because it's like you're using like one of the worst movies <laughs> to, now, to prop up your argument. That's not a good way to go. Now, granted, though, like I well, I I started watching it like it was near the end of the movie. And so I didn't really understand what was going on. Um, but I actually thought Kirk was hilarious in, in the movie. Now, I would also if I had to pick, I guess, like I don't really like Star Trek, but I would pick Picard over Kirk. But he was hilarious. Like he was like, who look, this is my old house. And oh look, I'm gonna go ride a horse. <laughs> yeah, Kirk is really cool. Like he's just like funny. Really like is. I like that. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I mean, I, I love Patrick Stewart as an actor. Uh, just not a fan of the character, of really of any of the TNG characters. Like to me, <gasps> compared to all the other series, yes. the TNG characters are kind of flat. Oh my god! What? Data For- is flat? No, no. I, I mean, I can see that with some of the characters, with some of the TNG characters. But I love some. them. I, I, yeah. I, I love that series. That's my favorite Star Trek series. But that is the one that I that got me into Star Trek. To yeah, well, with. and I think that has a lot to do with it. Like, yeah. I, I was a huge Star Trek fan long before TNG. Um, so TNG never quite lived up to anything for me. Now, I, I do love all the other ones. I love Deep Space Nine and Voyager. And, and yeah, I like even, even Enterprise is good. Uh, but I mean, the original series has got is my main thing. So, so you just lost cred because you like Deep Space Nine. Sorry, I've actually <laughs> Best time. people say Best good time. things about that series, but I've actually never seen it other than I a couple episodes. Really you should definitely watch it. <laughs> yeah, I plan to. I think it's yeah, give it a shot, definitely. But meh. I didn't like. <laughs> I mean, the first season is watchable, 
some of it. Past that, mm-mm. I thought the first, the first doesn't, season Doesn't, like, Worf join the cast at some Worf point? Worf does join the cast in season Worf. Oh. It gets good when Worf joins. And, like, and O'Brien joins the cast as well, right? Oh, yeah, he's there from the first episode. Oh, cool. But Mosquito I is cool. I don't like Cisco. Sorry. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, we're, like, off topic. Which, which, no, here's how we bring it back, full circle. Oh, wait, wait, I can bring it back. Okay, then you bring it back. <laughs> Frank Langella is in Deep Space Nine. <laughs> he's in, he like, he plays a villain for three episodes. Sweet. Okay, that's not where I was going to bring it back. <laughs> that's cool, though. I th- well, I thought that mine, though, was a little bit more. Is oh, me? wait, I can bring it back again. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alan Oppenheimer is also in Deep Space Nine. <gasps> and and, and uh, Tom Paris, the actor who plays Tom Paris, Robert uh, Duncan that's Hill, who was I was in thinking. the Masters of the Universe film as well. But that's Voyager. That's not Deep Space that's Nine. That's why I just looked right, it yeah. up and I noticed still, that I it's failed. Star Trek. It's Voyager. Wait, but it's Star Trek right. I understand. I failed. It was Voyager. Not quite bringing it back, but encouraging (laughs) Leah to watch Deep Space Nine. And there's actually a lot. This is good, because this makes me want to watch Deep Space Nine now. Chris Larter is in an episode. Of Deep Space Nine? Yeah. Deep Space Nine plays a lot better, too, watching it uh, now on DVD and things, because it's before, like, I got kind of bored with it originally halfway through, and quit watching for a while because they they dragged out the Dominion War for so long. But when when you're watching it uh, like on DVD or whatever now, and you can just kind of get through a bunch of episodes at once, it's not being stretched out over the course of like two years like it was yeah. when the yeah. show was on. So it, it actually plays better now than it did when it originally aired. Now, what what year did that start? What year did Deep Space Nine start? Ninety two, I think. Oh, sounds about okay. Right. Because Chris Latter was in two episodes of Next Generation, as well. But I didn't know he was in Deep Space Nine. Ah, hmm. yeah, he shows up. Sweet, <laughs> definitely watching that show. <laughs> it's actually it's it's one of the better tracks. So, <clears throat> so but yeah, you know mosquito. what? Yeah, Mosquito <laughs> is like awesome. Yes, he is. No, but, no, seriously, I really, I really liked that figure, and I never had him as a kid, but I always wanted him. And, and um, the ones I've seen, like the vintage toys I've seen, the liquid in his chest is still liquid. Like most toys by now, that would have dried up ages ago. Yeah, my original still has the liquid in it. Yeah, that's good engineering right there. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad they didn't go that route with the. Uh, with the classics one, that they haven't done they with any of them. They haven't done any of the yeah. water gimmicks. I think that's probably a good move. Yeah, I would agree for this line. I do still kind of miss it, though. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Maybe you could have just come with a vial of blood. That would have been cool. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> Could have been a nod to the classic. I mean, the original. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, they could have taken the um, the vial that came with Keldor and painted it red. Like, there you go. 
I kind of wish he had come with the, uh, the you know, the, the design's fine. I realize it's it's hearkening more back to the classic. I do kind of wish they had taken the uh, those big tanks that he had on his back you know, on the staction. You know, kind of like they did with um, uh, Stinkor, where it was optional. You know, you could have the tanks or not. Uh, it would have been nice to have him come with those, because that was a nice touch on the no. on the staction. No. No. <laughs> no. Also, I say optional, like Stinkors were optional. <laughs> you can put them on if you want them. I think that would have been cool. Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> I See, I'm all for giving everybody what they want and make it optional. Mm. The classic fans can have what they want, and us 2000X fans can have what we want. I already had to put up with those extensions on his back. Oh, see, I think that's awesome. I like those. <laughs> but you know i'm not a purist when it comes to vintage either so like if you can improve on something and make it make it better i i'm all for it so and to me that was definitely an improvement to the design so <laughs> so before john's head completely explodes um I also just got around to opening Castle Grayskull Man, who is awesome. Castle Grayskull Man. His swords are way too short, in my opinion. I mean, it's cool that he has two, but I think they should be longer, like everybody else's. I would just love to see an animated, like, of him coming out of the wall. Dude. So I hope that it's included in any future media. Yeah, maybe they'll put him in the new comics. Could be, could be. That would be cool. Is he still available or did he sell out? He sold out. Oh, okay. Because I was on the fence about getting him because of the Stratos thing in his bio. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I didn't in the end. But I did think he looked cool. If I did I get it. him, though, I would have to scratch out the part where Stratos dies in his bio. <laughs> yeah, you got it. You definitely, you know, pick and choose what you like from the bios because there. I think there's been some really great stuff in the bios, but there's been a lot of stuff I don't particularly care for in the bios. So I've just there's been some crazy ass stuff in the bios. <laughs> pick and choose. Now we should tell the story, Shadow, of what you did to me last night. Oh, and this was this is a perfect <laughs> segue. Yeah, so this was completely random, and I don't even know why I did it. Um, because it, it and it had and it had um poor planning on my part because. What I needed to do is I should have had a certain person's biography pre-typed up. And then I could have made this go on for a long time. So um, I, I – let me, let me start yeah, and then you, you tell your thought process because okay. I texted you first. Okay, I texted, cause I, good because I don't even remember how this started. So you, Okay, so, you so I, I texted to verify that we were going to be recording the podcast this morning and kind of doing my night before thing, double check, make sure there was no new news, that kind of thing that I always do. Um, and I said, you know, I got one other thing I want to, uh, I want to talk about. And then shadow replies with, is it, oh, oh, the, go ahead. Oh, oh, so I said to him, um, <laughs> but really I could just pull it up here. Oh yeah. Pull it up, pull it up and read, just read the conversation. Okay. Hold on. Okay. So, so, so Josh says, um, I have a topic for tomorrow and I said, good. Is it about the Eldor reveal? And he says, no, something else. I haven't looked at the news yet. When was that revealed? Must have been earlier today. And then I said, Eldor is Hordak. 
And he says, okay, now that is pretty awesome. That was one of my theories from like 15 years ago. That is super awesome cool. (laughs) And then I said, the bio didn't make a lot of sense, though. I figured that is what you wanted to discuss. And he says, we will do that also. Awesome. I am excited. And so then I'm like, okay, but I got to milk this a little bit more. So I was like... (laughs) I think it just confuses that Despara thing even more because Adora's bio doesn't mention it. I think they are shoehorning it now into uh, uh, MOTUC. And Josh is like, "Mm -mm. oh, I don't think so. It it totally made sense from the vintage minicomics. That's where the whole idea comes from. Trying to find the bio you're talking about right now, dot, dot, dot. And then I'm like, (laughs) oh, man, this is where I fail because I should have had a bio typed up. And I said, oh, I'll copy and paste it from the the He-Man.org forums for you. (laughs) But do I – am I prepared? No. So I tweet on Twitter – what did I say on Twitter? Something about uh, like... How long is Lyacart going to continue to believe my lies? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I texted him and said, uh, don't you read your Twitter feed? <laughs> and then it all came full circle. Okay, so yeah. this so this um, now part of that Twitter conversation from last night makes sense. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was so, watching, I was like, Eldor? I don't know, what's, what are they talking about? Well, that's... Well, and plus... Um, yeah, that just that conversation got real weird anyway. It did indeed. <laughs> it really did. It, it and did. I was just sitting back watching. <laughs> it did, because it also involved our friend um, Count Marzo. Yeah. And things always get interesting when uh, he comes into the conversation. Yes. <laughs> which which shout out to Count Marzo. I I would totally buy bedtime sorceress variant. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say, though, that would be a great twist for the bios, though, because I, that's something that I talked about. I remember back in the old, like, uh, you know, Grayskull was a Guardians of Grayskull list days um, because they the vintage comic didn't. It was kind of like the Keldor thing. They never sp- specifically said that. But we knew that Hordak had been back uh, around during the time of the Council of Elders and all that stuff in the vintage continuity. So. If they wanted to go that route, uh, you know, that he was sort of good and turned evil or whatever, I think that would be a, an awesome twist in the bios. And I, I it had been one of my theories from way back then. So when you brought that up, I was like, oh, this is too cool. And, I, you know, uh, I could kill you. <laughs> <laughs> so I just need to remember that next time I need to have a an actual planned out strategy be prepared and, and, and i asked i asked shadow after this too was was the fact that that used to be one of my my theories something he remembered or pure luck and you you said it was just luck that yeah, pure it, luck it happened to be that so but yes like like scar before me you must be prepared <laughs> so at least not- someone got the reference <laughs> of course <laughs> i got anyway do you want to move on to the the topic that I originally had thought of for today? <laughs> yeah, is this the poll thing? It is. Do you want to read off the ten entries before we talk about it, or should I do that? I have them in front of me right yeah, now. Yes. So the um, the toy guru, <laughs> um, heman.org member, um, Bam F nineteen eighty asked toy guru, um, uh, about pop figures. Um, but anyway, there ended up being a poll. Um, uh, the tally of the most anticipated figures leading up to New York Toy Fair. 
And um, there was over a thousand votes cast. And the top ten were number ten. <gasps> oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> well, and let me let me preface this with saying what I what I was thinking is we can read the poll. He's he has confirmed that one of these ten will be revealed. At least one of these ten will be revealed at Toy Fair. Yes, in a couple of weeks. So I thought on the show here we could talk about for each one of us which one do we think they're going to reveal, and which one would we rather be the one that they reveal if we don't if we don't think and want the same figure so okay that's let me interesting fodder for conversation so your choices are <laughs> <laughs> i apologize <laughs> he's so excited he can't stand it <laughs> number 10 she hails from the kingdom of mysticore <laughs> she thinks prince adam is hot to trot it's castaspella <laughs> At number nine, Mistress of the Crystal Falls, Mermista. Number eight, Sassy Grandma herself. She's got that broom broom. It's Madame Raz and Broom. <laughs> number seven, he has two heads when he's not on the cartoon. Top uh, horde cook himself, uh, Modulok. Number six, she sometimes dyes her hair. To impress princes. That would be Glimmer. Number five. He looks totally different in the cartoon. Uh, Tongue Lasher. That one didn't seem as good of a (laughs) build-up. Number four. four, She-Ra can kick their ass because they're just robots and not humans. Horde Trooper. Number three. Um, she likes to go to the Forbidden Zone. That would be Scorpia. Number two, appropriately, too bad. And number one, he only has eyes for you, Mantena. Ooh. Did you have those lead-up things were prepared in advance, or did you do, th- do those on the fly? That was on-the-fly acting. Thank you <laughs> Pretty very good. much. Pretty good. Wow. I'm impressed. Good. I'm impressed. I try. P.O.P. dating show. I like and, it. Uh, so to note, all of these, every single one except Too Bad, I guess, can be tied to Shira. Unless you count the He-Man and Shira Christmas special, because Too Bad is in that, and I don't That's need true. a... So, so one of these <laughs> figures, I mean, one of this list of 10 is going to be revealed. Yeah, at, at least, at least one. one. Oh, okay. So what, what do we want from that list and what do we think is going to be revealed? I want Glimmer! <laughs> Just putting that out there in case y'all didn't argue. I do, I know, I do too. <laughs> I think it's going to be a horde trooper. It better not be a freaking horde trooper. That's so boring. I mean, I, I do want a Horde Trooper, but I, I, that wouldn't be at the top of my list. No. I, I don't think it's going to be... I don't, I don't think it's going to be a Horde Trooper. I think if we get a Horde Trooper, that's going to be in a multi-pack. That would make more sense. Yeah, uh, yeah. just like they did the Royal Guards. So I, I don't think it's going to be the Horde Trooper, personally. Um, I agree with you. My original thought when I saw the list is I was like, Horde Trooper. But then I was like... No, because everyone has, from, like, the beginning, has been talking about how they would want, like, army builder packs with horde troopers, 
And mm-hmm. if Maddie knows that they could charge, you know, 60 bucks or whatever for a two pack of, <laughs> of horde troopers. Right. Um, yeah. I, I think they'll go that, yeah. that, that yeah. route. Yeah. I think it's going to be, I think the, I think the reveal is going to be probably Mantana because we, we're going to have, I, I, I'm almost positive we're going to have another big name Horde character this year. We pretty much have had at least one every year. They haven't revealed one yet, and they usually do come in the latter half. So I'm going to guess that they're going to reveal Mantana. Uh, my most wanted on that list, though, is one that I've been harping on for a while, which is the my number one most wanted She-Ra figure, which is Mermista. So that's the one I'm hoping for, but I think it's going to be Mantana. I mean, I would like Mermista at some point, yes, but I gotta have Glimmer first. I gotta. I, agree with that. I, gotta I just don't have. I, Glimmer is, is fine, and she's definitely a main character, and I want her, but she's just not a character I care about particularly. I was never attached to Glimmer for whatever reason. So. Yeah, I had her when I was a wee little thing, so she's my girl. We gotta <laughs> stick together, you know. <laughs> I would love a Mantana, honestly. I want both of those. Um, I want Glimmer a little bit more than Mantana, but like you said, they probably will bring out another Horde character, and I would prefer it to be Mantana um, over, what was the other one, Scorpia? Mm-hmm. Like, I want her too, eventually, but yeah, I would take Mantana before her, I think. Am I the only one surprised to see Too Bad at, in the second spot? Because I just don't find that character very interesting and never have in any yeah. incarnation. Actually, I'm kind of surprised. Um I, w- I mean, I'd want him, but he wouldn't be up there on my list. Yeah, he yeah, would definitely yeah. not be in my top ten. Like, there are so many other characters I want so much more than Too Bad. I don't... I, I'm kind of torn. I think it's going to be Mantena. Uh, but I also think we need to get Glimmer um, ASAP. Yeah. Just, right? in, just in case there is a trouble... You know, in 2014, mm-hmm. in regards to the line, yeah. um, uh, she's such a main character. Um, and, and in a weird way, it, it, same with Madame Raz and Broom. Like, she's more important than Mermista and Castispella, in my mind, uh, and probably even Scorpia. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I think, in all actuality, though, my, my most wanted one on there might be Horde Trooper, but I just feel that it's going to be a two-pack or something, so that's not going to be the one... Unless they revealed the two pack, I mean, I don't know. Um, also, I really don't. I, I I was gonna say I also agree. Like, I'm surprised that too bad is at number two. I'm I'm I don't know. I feel like I, I'm surprised he would beat someone like um, Moduloc. I, I don't know. I really mm-hmm. do want Moduloc as well. I'm really hoping that one of the the larger items that we get uh, later in the year, which we only have one more large item, I believe. So, uh, I want, the, I would love that to be Modulock, uh, because we already know that our first big item is, uh, Ram Man. The second one is the Fighting Foeman pack. Uh, and I believe the other two quarterly things, one is just the normal price of a figure and one is a more expensive one, I believe. So how many uh, more have to have yet to be revealed for this year? Uh, we have, I think, like six regular figures, I believe, and one—no, seven regular figures, and one large figure, and plus the Comic Con exclusive. Okay. 
So I think that's all we have left. So, and I think it's way too early at this point for them to reveal another uh, another large item. Like I think they'll do that at Comic Con probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if, if it is something like Modulock or it is something like a Horde Trooper multi pack, I think that's going to be at at Comic Con. I just hope. Speaking of Comic Con, if I may interject, please, Mattel, when you do your Maddie Palooza at Comic Con. And announce this 2014 subscription. You need to put some high-profile people at the beginning of the subscription. Yes, Word. and that they did that last year. They did not do that this year. And I think that yep. had a lot to do with the problem. We talked about that before. Yes. Uh, however, I will. I did want to say this, too. I think one thing that may, you know, ever, there's been, there was a lot of doom and gloom. You know, the, the, the sales are not as good for 2013. We don't know what we're going to get in 2014. I think I, here's my prediction. I think we're going to probably be okay in 2014. I think they'll be smart. Hopefully, put some big names at the beginning of the year. I think the success of the Castle Grayskull pre-order is probably going to help a lot toward getting a decent 2014. Because while the sub for 2013 didn't uh, do great, the you know, it seems like the the Grayskull sell was very successful. So. And that's uh, a very pricey item. So. Exactly, exactly. So I think they're going to see that, hey, the demand is still here. We just need to to do better. Because I, I think that really was the problem. It, they did not sell the 2013 subscription nearly as well as they've done the last three years. It was yep. it was not well done. Yeah, I mean, and that's the reason that I didn't get a sub this, this year. There weren't enough figures, high-profile figures that I would want that I so. would yeah, yeah. And so. think about it all, all the rest of the year. I mean, we they had the Ram Man, I guess, which is you know relatively high profile, but not not enough. And the last few years, what have been the the, the first few characters of every year? We had you know this last year we had uh, uh, Cobra Khan, Fisto, and Sorceress, and I think those are all very high profile to me personally, anyway. And I think to a lot of fans, we had Adora started off uh, one year, which was of course a high profile. Uh, figure. I know we had uh, you know characters like Trapjaw and stuff at the beginning. Almost every year has had at least two out of three being very very high profile characters. This was the first year where I don't think any of them, save Ram Man, was was particularly high profile. And they they could have been. They just didn't do that. Well, also, um, love it or hate it. Um, a higher profile figure as the club exclusive can, I feel that can help the sub shadow weaver in 2012. I I agree that could help, but that was the only year with a high profile subscription figure. The other years we got, uh, uh, one, you know, one dar and preternia he man. I I understand that, but I'm saying Shadow Weaver, it, that was probably a step in the right direction in terms of selling the subs. Yeah. Because remember, the, as the line continues, you're, you're going to have a reduction in the number of subscriptions you sell. And, well, and, the, and, and I don't understand why they didn't, uh, why they didn't have a higher profile this year because they're, they're obviously trying to push everybody into the subscription. There's, they're really not promoting the you know, monthly sales at this point anymore. They're, they've dropped production, so 
you know, before it was, oh, we don't want to do that because because of the cherry pickers. We want everybody to have access to these these figures. So we're never going to make the the subscription figure something that everybody would want. But I don't I don't think that's a good reason anymore. At this point, mm-hmm. because they want everybody to have a sub and most people will. So it would probably help too. And I, this is probably like beating a dead horse, but now I personally really never had any problems with, um, digital river, the service for Maddie collector until, you know, recently when my credit card number was stolen, not even my card, the number just was magically stolen. Uh, so I had to call Maddie to, or Digital River, really, um, to fix my 2013 subscription. Now, what I did like is they were very proactive. Um, Maddie Collector sent emails out that, you know, like, if you need to update the credit card or something on your subscription for 2013, please do so by this date. Um, so I called. The lady was very helpful. Um, she fixed my Castle Grayskull order. Um, she fixed the sub she uh, told me that I would get some type of confirmation email and, uh, after the whomever it goes to to fix the actual fix of the sub. So what happened was is they canceled my original sub and basically reordered it with the new card. And I never got credited back my $25 that I already paid originally for the sub. And they charged it again on the new sub. So I called them about it. Um, to say, hey, my, the reason that you did this was because my previous card was stolen, so that number no longer works. So if you try to credit it, it's just going to get rejected. Um, and he said, oh, no, no, you know, you'll be, your other card will be credited. And that, uh, he said in five to seven days. Well, that night when I checked my credit card, I did show a credit, but it was for both Natasa and the $25. <laughs> So I was like, oh, so am I going to get Natasa for free? No. Then the credit disappeared completely. So I never got I never got back my $25. So I basically have given a $25 donation to the line. That's not cool. And I have those. Yeah, I just have I have no way of like I just feel that it's a, a moot point like for me to even call them and try to explain this. I'm never going to get that $25 back. You need like an email chain. I prefer that to calls because you call, you get somebody else. They may or may not have notes on your account. You got to start all over. But if you got emails, you can say, yeah, look at the previous chain here. See what mm-hmm. so-and-so was supposed to do and didn't. That's annoying. And I had a problem as well uh, this go around. Uh, my card was not stolen, thank God. But uh, it did expire, and uh, I got the new card with the new expiration date. All I needed to do was change the expiration date. So I called up when uh, the new card came in in November. Um, That's always the card I use for my subs. And I called up, and I changed it, and I talked to somebody. I'm like, okay, I need to change this for the 2012 sub. I have a 2013 one. It needs to be changed on there. Went through this whole rigmarole. Had a very, I even said to Shadow, I will see, because the guy that I had talked to was didn't did not instill confidence in the process so um so i waited and of course he didn't change it on the 2013 sub so i had to call again and try to fix it uh because when natasa came out they sent me a thing saying oh you know you need to fix this your card is expired we're not going to ship your thing 
So I had to call again. Still, the second call, they did not change it. So uh, finally, uh, the My Subs page was working for me, and Shadow was able to help me get that fixed on the website. But the funny thing with all of that was is they sent me the email about my card having expired and uh, needing to fix that, and my subscription would be canceled, blah, blah, blah. If I didn't, after they had already shipped my Natasa. So <laughs> I could have not done anything and ended up with a free figure. So, uh, <laughs> wow. So no, definitely not, uh, not on the ball with this stuff, guys. No, yeah. not at all. And I guess, I mean, if you think about it, fortunately, this has been our own, like my first time. A lot of people have had multiple problems with um, Digital River. So I guess we should yeah. consider ourselves lucky. <laughs> yeah. I, the only other thing I had that was a weird problem was uh, two years ago, uh, I had the same thing where I changed my subscription, my credit card thing or whatever. And I did it the same way. Like it changed at the end of the 2010 subscription. And changed it on the 2011. That one was weird because they fixed it for the rest of 2010. Uh, they, it worked fine for the January figure of 2011. And then it was February's figure that they're like, oh, your card's expired. So I had to call up for the second figure of the year to try to fix it. So that was very odd as well. And see, I always thought I was so smooth because I always, with these subscriptions, I used a credit card. Like, I would look at my credit cards, and I'd see which one ha ha will expire after the sub is done. <laughs> and I would always use that one. Um, then, of course, you can't help it when your card's stolen, so. Yeah, and there's only, like, you can only do that. I only have two cards that I could use, so I don't really have an option. Like, if they both expire around the same time, then uh, I'm out of luck, so. Oh, well. Woe is us. <laughs> 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 Shed a tear. <laughs> First world problems. Yes. <laughs> um, we have to talk about the uh, WWE talking He-Man. Have you guys heard about this? No. No. So WWE is the World Wrestling Entertainment, um, but they don't like have Hulk Hogan anymore. Oh. What? <laughs> they have new stars. Um, they do have to retire at some point. But Hogan knows best. <laughs> no one agrees? Okay. No. Um, I heard he was, <laughs> he was on the radio the other day. He was the, on like the radio over here. Oh. And he does know best. Oh. You know, he I was... <laughs> Oh, go ahead. He fought gremlins. What? <laughs> Is he in the second gremlins movie? He's in the second gremlins movie. I forgot about <laughs> that. That's awesome. That's my main experience of <laughs> You know, I read something the other day, speaking of gremlins, not to get us completely derailed again, but uh, it's all connected. It's all connected. Thanks. Thanks to Hulk Hogan. Uh <laughs> I read somewhere the other day that Gremlins, the the original concept, was actually inspired from a Roald Dahl story, and I just found that very odd. Oh, really? Interesting. What was the name of the story? Uh, you know, I don't remember now. I'll have to look it up again, but uh, I didn't, never knew that. That was news to me, so I thought it was yeah, very odd. Yeah, me too. Well, um, I heard they're thinking of rebooting it, making a new movie. 
The Gremlins. Gremlins. Which I could get behind a prequel where you find out where the old Chinese man got the Mugwai in the first place. But no, they just want to reboot it. Lame. Uh, they need to stop with that. Me? Yeah, yeah. Agreed. Agreed. So you'll probably then won't like this WWE information. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so apparently the uh, WWE is going to uh, co-produce an, um, a Scooby-Doo uh, animated movie that's going to have Scooby-Doo and WWE people in it. So like animated versions of like John Cena and The Miz. And those are really the only two I know of right now. <laughs> <laughs> because That's they were me. because they were in episodes of Psych, um, ah. but they'll solve like a mystery uh, at WrestleMania. Um, what? Yes. Um, <laughs> now this kind of fits because uh, Scooby Doo used to do episodes where like they would like hang out with like Vincent Price or something. Don Knotts, <laughs> Batman and Robin. Yeah, Don Those Knotts though. Don Knotts is awesome. No. Yes. <gasps> no. You are wrong. You are wrong. No. <laughs> I really don't like the episodes of Matlock when, like, Andy Griffith was like, oh, Don Knotts needs some money, so I'm just going to put him in some episodes of Matlock. <laughs> oh, come on. Those are funny. <laughs> I don't know who Don Knotts is. So are you basing part of your hatred of Don oh, Knotts on Matlock? <laughs> yes, because I, well, I, I despised the um, Andy Griffith show. Well, um, okay. What about Three's Company? Because he was Mr. Furley. Yeah, I don't like Three's Company. But uh, uh, oh my God, Three's John Callis. Well, that's one of my. Must, that is one of my all-time favorite sitcoms ever. I so. must preface this, okay? <laughs> I did not grow up as a child watching Three's Company because it was not on Nick at Night. So most of the Nick at Night shows are the ones that I liked, like Get Smart, Dick Van Dyke, Mary Tyler Moore. Um, Th- those like Bob Newhart, um, but like Three's Company, that would have been on like some other station and not like Nick at Night in reruns. So I, I never yeah, watched I didn't get it. A lot of exposure to it either. Yeah, like the first I time. Watched some, but yeah, the ever the first time I ever saw Suzanne Summers was in the the sitcom Step by Step on like TGIF. Like I didn't know she oh, came from yeah. Three's Company, um, so that's why. But so so I don't even I don't know how Don Knotts is on Three's Company, but He's I awesome. I'm quite yeah, sure hilarious. it would not enhance my experience <laughs> of watching that show. Same with the, what's his name? What's the star of that show? John Ritter. Yep. Yeah. I only know him from Problem Child. <gasps> oh, I remember uh, that movie. <laughs> well, out. well, that was okay. He was brilliant on three's company yeah he was i mean just we lost him way too soon yeah i was yeah. so upset i remember i was I, at the I creation too. studio when I, when i heard and i was so upset about it yeah i had been working late that night uh when the news broke at like three or four a.m and it was actually in the heman.org chat room uh swift wind x was in there Aww. that night <laughs> And he was the one that told me, and I was, it was like four o'clock in the morning. I've got to go to bed now, and I was absolutely devastated. So it's a Aww. horrible night. Where is Swift Windex lately? Is he still on the board? We saw him at um, San Diego. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I saw him last year. Last year, I think, yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad he's he doesn't. Around. He doesn't really post. Um, he was more chat room than, than the yep. boards. I missed yeah. the chat room. I can't go in there anymore, and it makes me sad. Yeah. It locked oh. me out. Locked you out. Well, yep. 
It, well, it's not accessible. It's, it's, not it's accessible. I can't I can't use it with my voice software because okay. they use the, the new system. So if they had kept it, it, was the like, way it was, your account is blocked. <laughs> you are disallowed. No, 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 no. It okay. still makes me mad. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Going in there. I hear you. So back to <laughs> <laughs> WWE. You yeah. see, this is, this is giving <laughs> you a, an idea of what our response is going to be. We don't care. Yeah, okay. <laughs> So, and okay, so they sent out a survey to like, I don't know, WWE fans. Okay, so I didn't get the survey because I'm not like on the WWE like fan mail participation thing. Um, but so they asked like these questions like, do you like any of the following cartoons or animated programs? And in like most all of the questions, uh, the majority of them, like He-Man and the Masters Universe is listed. Like other crap, like um, the Flintstones and Looney Tunes, Scooby-Doo, Tom and Jerry. By the way, these are all things I hated as a child. Um, <laughs> yeah, me too. Are, are listed. I all of those. The one that I hated, you didn't mention, which is the Smurfs is terrible. Oh, yes. Oh, well, I don't... <laughs> Topher will hunt you down. I actually bought a Smurf record at the flea market last weekend and I have not listened to it yet but there is a song on it called You Are a Pink Toothbrush (laughs) (laughs) I cannot wait to listen to this thing You Are a Pink Toothbrush? Yes! Wow Um, But but yeah I do I do hate here I'll read you them I hate them all for the most part the Smurfs I don't like the Rugrats I was more of a Doug fan myself Um, Doug Alvin and the Chipmunks <laughs> could live without those. Flintstones. Yeah. Oh, Chipmunks are awesome. Hated the Flintstones. Chipmunks were so awesome. Uh, Justice League, I guess I can get behind. I always liked some Batman. He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Looney Tunes, always hated those. Scooby-Doo, <laughs> did not like. Tom and Jerry, hated. And none of the above. My most despised out of all those is Scooby-Doo. Yeah, I just, I never liked Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Hated it. Scooby-Scooby-Doo. I actually like Scooby-Doo, but yeah, Smurfs for me would be the most hated one. I actually saw that live-action Scooby-Doo movie. That was not good either, (laughs) except for the fact that Scrappy-Doo was like the villain. Spoiler alert! (laughs) Yeah, that was weird. That was a weird film. Yeah, it was. It was weird. Um, Never speak of it again. (laughs) So are we interested in seeing He-Man and the Masters of the Universe partnered with WWE. No. Yeah. <laughs> I would, this is what I would be fine with. I would be fine if like an animated He-Man came out at like WrestleMania and like wrestled someone, but it was like animated. But I don't want like an animated He-Man movie that like beams up the Miz or something. And like they, they, they go and like smash down Snake Mountain or something. I would rather just never have another Masters movie if that was the case. I just uh, that's yeah. not not where I want it to go. I understand like the cross appeal, um, but I yeah I don't think now uh, on Twitter or on Twitter somewhere I read our good friend Count Marzo said that there was rumblings about WWE having their own network. Um, so I would be fine with that if, like, the new He-Man cartoon or something was a part of, like, the WWE network. Like, if they were trying to, like, diversify themselves so it wasn't just wrestling um, 24-7. I could see something like He-Man fitting in that demographic. 
uh, wrestlers. What, a, what, what about you know like part of the part of the, the the thing the poll that they sent out or whatever says you know would you be interested in any of these incorporating WWE talent or I forget exactly how they worded it but what what if it was simply another animated movie or animated series where members of the WWE characters, whatever you call those people, wrestlers, are, are voicing some of the characters, but they don't actually use their personas. That might be okay. I don't think that's the way they would go, but I... Well, it just that seems okay. to me that, like, the Scooby-Doo thing works because of the Scooby-Doos of the past, like we right. mentioned with exactly. your Don Knotts person. Um, but I don't really see how the WWE interacts <laughs> with, like, Smurfs, like Rugrats. Like, the Rugrats were, like, little children. Like, why would you integrate Rugrats with WWE? It is kind of strange. Like, mm. all of them in this list seem strange to me, except, like, He-Man. Yeah. Well, e- even the chipmunks might work because they were just chipmunks in the real world so you could have you know they wrestlers maybe come in their town or something i suppose something along those lines were chipmunk work. rock stars yeah. <laughs> i'm not saying it makes a lot of sense but at least you could <laughs> sort of make it work whereas whereas yeah there was well, something like Smurfs i think masters i stand corrected too i guess justice league would work too because like you could have like superman versus the wrestler and that kind of Bane or something. I don't know. It would probably be the wrestler like teaming up with one with like Batman or Superman yeah. or something. Yeah. And fighting some villain. You know, that would just be unfair because it's like someone like the Riddler who's more brains than brawn. And you have like Batman, a big bully and, and like John <laughs> Cena coming after him. That's just that's just <laughs> domestic violence. <laughs> Poor Riddler. <laughs> <laughs> you all have just no sympathy. Riddler's cool. <laughs> I have an image of uh, the Riddler just being punched in the face by Hulk Hogan. <laughs> so no interest. We have no interest in WWE Masters. Master. I I. I <laughs> I do I, though if it's if it's done properly if it's not a cartoon series if it's not a movie I think it's good exposure if they like would, a one off thing yeah like a one off thing if they use like sure. He Man at a WrestleMania or something mm. yeah well then, then it just becomes a, a a cameo thing like like He Man on Family Guy or whatever like that's fine yeah but like it, to me I don't think it yeah. would be making fun of He Man like no. Family Guy would have been doing. Um, I'm just saying it would be the same idea as the one-off. Here's a, here's a cameo. He's coming in. He's wrestling one of the guys, whatever it is. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I do know or, a, few, a few fans of He-Man who are also fans of WWE, so I guess it. They, they could do one of those, like, vice versa movie uh, things where, like, He-Man and one of the wrestlers, like, switch places. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Neither knows what's going on in, in their own world. Did you just reference the 80s movie Vice Versa? I did, yes. I mean the uh, 50s movie Vice Versa? The, the what? 50s. The original. Oh, sorry. I only know the one oh, with, Fred, with Fred Savage and Judge Reinhold. Aww. Judge Reinhold. Uh, and, maybe it was 70s. Uh, it was, I don't know, 60s. It was old. Uh, I was actually referencing, though, the, the Fred Savage one. I didn't even know that there was an earlier version. So. Yes. 
this. I'm trying to remember who's in it now. Crap. And wow. then there's even a newer one since Fred Savage, isn't there? Well, there have like been a lot of Lohan movies with that same concept. Like, there was like 18 yeah. and 80. Rick, do you remember that one with the old guy isn't and the young like, guy that like switched f- places? And- is Freaky Friday the same? Oh, maybe yeah. that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, you're thinking of Freaky Friday, I think. Sorry. Because there was a Freaky Friday from 1976. Yeah, that's and, what I'm thinking of. And then they remade it, right? They remade Freaky Friday. That had Lindsay Lohan. With Lindsay Lohan, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She should not play Tila. Oh God! <laughs> Just throwing that out there. <laughs> oh God! That's right. Jodie Foster was in the '70s one. Yeah. I've never seen a movie with her. Oh either. my God! Alan Oppenheimer's in it with Jodie Foster. Yeah. Wow. He was Mr. Yes, you John have John because you watched Silence of the Lambs. He's in that. Yeah. Jodie Foster. Oh, plays she's the main Blue lady. Starling. She's the main Blue lady, Blue. isn't she? Yeah. Oh, I stand corrected. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I apologize. <laughs> but I've never seen any other movie with her in it. Just like I've only seen Harrison Ford in those three You haven't seen movies. Contact? No. What's that? That's a really good movie. That is a really good movie. But I have seen two movies with uh, Judge Reinhold. So there you go. Well, he's fantastic. <laughs> Wait, what I, are the two movies you've seen him in? I was going to say, I don't know if everyone's going to agree with that. I don't know if I call him a fantastic actor, but... Well, <laughs> I, I just like the things he's in. Maybe I, that's more Vice accurate. Versa. And, okay. um... Oh, wait, I'm blanking on the name of the movie, but they wear the duck masks, and, like, they kidnap Bette Midler, and Danny <laughs> <What>? DeVito <laughs> is, Oh, I think I know what, what you mean. Are you watching? No, this is a, <laughs> it is a hilarious movie. Um... <laughs> Oh, Sounds what? insane. Hang on, I'm, I'm looking at a... Ruthless People. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's it. Okay, if you haven't seen Ruthless People, Katie, this is like a true shot-up 80s movie. It is brilliant. <laughs> Only ch- if you agree to watch Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, you can't compare Ruthless People to Raiders of the Lost Ark. You... Right, because Raiders is way more awesome, I'm sure. You know what, though, John? But, if but, you're going to watch a an Indiana Jones movie, you might like Last Crusade more. Yes, because I it, actually agree with that. Yeah. That's true. Uh, well, okay. That's way but, more his speed, I yeah, think. But here's yeah. the thing. Here's the thing. I know for a fact, I'll bet money on it, that... <laughs> that Katie will enjoy Ruthless People, whereas I don't really think I will enjoy the Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> I, th- I actually, I, I think, think you would know. like Last Crusade. I actually think you would. Yeah, I, I, I don't know about too. Raiders, but I think you would like Last Crusade. Yeah. Uh, hey, you watched watch Silence of the Lambs for me, John Callis. I know, and that movie freaked me out. <laughs> yeah, it's the best movie ever. <laughs> I, I remember sitting there going like, how can this be her favorite movie <laughs> of all time? Although, I mean, some people may like my favorite movie of all time is Gross Point Blank. And that I mean, that's a bit of a weird I movie. Seen so that. it is kind of strange. That's OK. <laughs> no, Judge Reinhold was also in Gremlins. You've seen that, oh. haven't you? Oh, he oh. was in Beverly Hills Cop. Rod and I just watched that the other night, and he was oh, in. Wicked. Oh, you know what? He was in Fast Times at Ridgemont High, and I did see yes. that. Yes, that's a great one. Oh, and he was in an episode of Seinfeld, which now that I see his credits, I remember that as well. The um, only thing I know him from is when he played himself as an actual judge in Arrested Development. Oh my God, <laughs> Martin Penny! I saw that too. 
<laughs> so that just goes to show you this guy isn't that memorable until you look up his credits on IMDb. <laughs> yeah. The Santa he was Claus. also Oh my gosh, he's the other guy, the other chick, the husband in the Santa Claus. Yes. Oh yes. my gosh, I've seen his like entire resume. <laughs> <laughs> Chef Boy RD. I, I stand corrected. <laughs> I stand corrected. I'm sorry. Maybe he could play someone in a He-Man movie. Eternian number four. There you go. <laughs> but I will I will add Ruthless People to my list. I will watch it. But I know this you'll counts. like it. I know you'll like it because people in duck masks kidnap Bette Midler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to watch it as well. <laughs> the mark of a truly great film. And, and, um, and, um, the pen or Dan, I was gonna say the penguin. Uh, the Danny DeVito is in it. <laughs> the penguin's nice. in it, and he's and he's like Bette Midler's husband because they're both, you know, short. <laughs> is she? Is she short? And Judge Reinhold is married to Supergirl. What? The chick who played Supergirl. I don't remember her name. Oh. Like Supergirl is in this movie too, like as Supergirl. <laughs> Helen Slater. Helen Slater. I'm gonna have to watch this now. It's such. A, it's hilarious. <laughs> I hope it's on Netflix streaming. It is absolutely hilarious. Sweet. Um, but so it, back it, to yeah, so that, yeah. I I forgot to say I really do want Madame Raz to be made. Like she wouldn't be my first choice out of that ten list, but I want her at some point. That would be fun. I agree. I think they do need to sometime soon here get a really high profile filmation character. Like we got Shadow Weaver. Everything they've done since then, filmation wise, has been it's been good. I mean, Randor was good, Fangman was pretty good. But they have they have yet to hit a really high profile filmation character like on, you know, maybe not on the level of Shadow Weaver, because I'm not sure any other filmation character hits as high of demand level as, as she did, but I think there are a lot of other High profile ones they 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 need to get those in there at some point soon. Agreed. I think. Agreed. Like that guy that was gonna like date Madame Raz. What? He kind of looked like the male version of Madame Raz. No one remembers this. Mm-mm. I think <laughs> I may so have much. dreamed it. No, <laughs> isn't it in? Was well, isn't the episode? Um, play it again, Bo. Which is not a good episode in general. <laughs> no, no Maybe one's. Uh, no, it doesn't ring a bell. <laughs> well, I'm not in a walking encyclopedia. I apologize. <laughs> unlike some people. I ha- yes, unlike some people. I'm not. It's probably not that episode. No, it is. I've just pulled it up. Madame Raz's old boyfriend, Fritz, appear, reappears Fritz. on the scene Fritz. looking for help as his monument uh, representing the free people of Etheria is under threat from the Horde. The rebels journey to save it, giving uh, Madame Raz and Fritz time to patch up their differences in the process. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he what? is literally, like, you know, the male equivalency of Madame Raz. <laughs> so his eyes stick out of his hat too. Madame Raz. <laughs> there, I sent you a picture. <laughs> it's a tiny like... picture, but... Madame Raz, though, would be a good filmation character 
Driel and Montorg, I think, would be good. And what about Seahawks? hideous! (laughs) (laughs) I really have to see this. (laughs) But don't you think he's on the level of Madame Raz, Martin? Uh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) He looks a little more scruffy. She likes the tickle of a beard. <laughs> and we have our show title. Like, he looks like a he looks a little bit like a homeless guy. <laughs> well, you his name know? is Fritz. I mean, like <laughs> <laughs> Don't knock vagabonds. <laughs> and I guess that's the end of the show. <laughs> Fritz. Fritz the Homeless Guy. <laughs> the ill-received what? episode, Fritz the Homeless Guy. <laughs> just, just real quick, round Robin, though. Filmation characters, what do we want? What, what would be our num- your number one filmation character you want to see ASAP in classics? I, I want to see a hawk figure. But that's because I'm... Obsessed you know. with hawk people? <laughs> I mean, because, you know, Stratos. I- I'd want to see a hawk. Anyone else? Um, I'm Bat- remembering who's right. in Filmation that's not... Uh, you know what I mean. I, I, not I guess I would go with Scorpia. And then probably uh, Montork and Driel. Uh, only if she comes with the Horn of Evil. <laughs> yeah. Which we've mentioned before. <laughs> What about you, Martin? I would go with, um, I'd probably go with Scorpia. Either Scorpia or Batros. Ah, that, mm. Batros would be good. Who stole all the books. Uh, and I think, I think I'm with Lamb, with Hawk, um, but that's more because of Mike Young. But either way, uh, would love to see her and, uh, and or I think Drail or Montork. There, there's actually a lot of filmation characters I really want, but high profile ones, those would probably be up there for me. I want a Seahawk for some reason. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Yeah, yeah, know, I want a Seahawk. What, what's interesting though is that like now that you mentioned Seahawk, I like I would put him at number one. But why didn't he come to my mind immediately like Scorpia did? I guess maybe I do want. You know, I feel that Scorpia is more important than Seahawk. Yeah, I agree. I would yeah. still like Scorpia, but he should be in there somewhere. I am kind of surprised he wasn't on that top ten list actually. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Yeah, me too. That's an excellent point. I didn't see. Maybe, unfortunately, it's like afterwards we're always like, "Oh, yes, we need Seahawk." <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, characters that you know. They, Masters is such a vast uh, universe to play in with so many characters. It's it's hard to remember them all. I think even even some of the more memorable ones. So. See, he could, I want a Pookie figure. Pookie! Oh my god! <laughs> Just gonna put that out there. Oh, I need to <laughs> need to do my uh, customary shout out to Mr. Slime Pig. <laughs> <laughs> well, then we have to get a um, a twiggit that comes with a bowl of spoo. Yes. <laughs> I want I want um, a group of manchines. <laughs> I can have my manchine puppy. I swear we bring up the same ones every time we yeah. get into this conversation. <laughs> we have broken records. <laughs> I do. It, just just a couple more out there. Lord Turan and Lady Valtira, I've mentioned before from The Sleepers Awake. I really want them. That was That's still one of my favorite uh, filmation episodes ever. Uh, 
But am I the only person that wants Malakthe? I would definitely buy a Malakthe. I, yeah, I loved I mean, that character as a kid, even though there's nothing flashy about him or anything, just something about the character. Mm-hmm. I loved that character as a kid. I would love to have that in figure form. I'd be down with that. Hmm. They might have to spruce him up a bit. Well, they could. They could. Or he could come with, you know, something from one of the episodes that he's in, like the, the little cat statue from uh, Cat and the Spider or something like that. That'd be kind of cool. Or what about Katrina? Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. I totally she'd, forgot about her. She'd be cool. Yeah. She'd be a cool figure. I'd rather have Yuckers. are going to get Huntara? <laughs> oh, see, that's another one. Like, it's so hard to rank these because it's like she was in one episode, but like that would be an awesome figure. And she's a memorable character, but I don't. I mean, maybe it's because I never saw her, but I just don't care. About Huntara. Like, I don't know what she looks like, really, so... But she but, talks like the hills, Shira. <laughs> yeah. She needs to stop smoking. That's what she needs to do. Yeah. <laughs> she had an excellent voice for you to follow. Because it was way different than, like, yes. everyone else. That, that's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. But, yeah, but, the, I don't know. The character was... I mean, it was a good episode. I love the episode and stuff. But that that's really far down on my list of characters I would want from Filmation. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the end then. <laughs> and goodbye. I wonder what the ratio is of this episode of He-Man related talk versus <laughs> Indiana Jones. I, I think Jones we did pretty good, actually. I don't. I don't yeah, think I we think stayed so. off. Tra- we got off track several times, but I don't think we stayed off track. That's true. Much, we, so. we tried to circle it back. Tried there, to was it well. there was links. There was links. True. Tenuous links. <laughs> it was sort of like the afternoon you spend like two hours clicking on uh, Wikipedia. It was sort of like one of those, <laughs> those <Right>. days. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, as always, thank you for downloading. I'm John Callis, also known as a shadow. I'm Katie Carty Hiley, also known as Rainbow Bright. I am Martin Penny, also known as Wacky Martin. I am Leanne Hanna, also known as Stratosmacker. And I'm Josh the Lion Court, also known as Lion Court. Good, Good journey. journey. That was a <laughs> high note. <laughs> that was the best one we've done for months. <laughs> oh, gotta you know spruce up the range there. Of the uh, since it oh well, uh, I can't speak. Uh,